ladies and gentlemen, I am Tony Chimmel, and welcome to Road Trip After Hours. Please welcome your host, Mac Davis, and WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Holler! Mac Davis and WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long, live from the Boom Boom Room in Atlanta, Georgia. And Teddy, what a week we had. Yeah, we really had an outstanding time. This past Saturday night, we was live in Thomason, Georgia for a big Halloween show there. Uh, had a great wrestling event, man, and we've been certainly busy. We have been busy. Met a lot of good friends uh, during that weekend, too, and uh, it was good to see Boogie uh, over the weekend. Well, I, I he, he he scared you pretty bad. I saw you hot telling it out that bathroom. Now, see, you don't have to tell the truth, Uncle Teddy. That's just wrong. <laughs> hey, Teddy. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, hey, hey. Wash my hands up a little bit here. All right. Hey, I got to take a lick. All right, no problem. What the hell? Hey, and pay the damn light bill. Oh. <laughs> I'm the boogeyman. I'm a lot like Mark Henry. I don't like scary things. I, that's just not my thing. So. Well, that would have frightened me, too. You open up the stall, and there's, you're looking at the boogeyman. Jesus Christ, there ain't nothing for you to do but run. Well, now, I have seen some scarier stalls before, but not because there was a scary man in it. It was just the way it was left. Look okay. here. <laughs> Let me ask you a question about last week. I had a lot of people ask me this, and I didn't follow up uh, last week, so let me do a follow-up now. You had mentioned uh, working a match in Madrid, Spain at the Bullfighting Arena. People wanted to know who that was with and, and what was going on uh, for that particular uh, run that you were on. It was the WWE. Uh, we were, you know, doing our overseas tours. They did the they do the overseas tours twice a year. And that was one of the towns that we had to go to. That was in the Stone Cold Steve Austin era because I think Stone Cold was on the card that night. Wow. But it was the Attitude Area, WWE. Wow, so here you are in stalls changing your clothes with the WWE in just one of those places in Madrid, Spain. Oh, God. By the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to our last show, episode four, and it will tell you all about that. But, uh, yeah, not not a pretty sight, huh? <laughs> no, and not a not a smelly sight either. Boy, that place stunk bad, I'm telling you. Teddy. Teddy, I'm going to throw a curveball at you today. I watched a video uh, a couple days ago, and it kind of inspired where I wanted to lead the show this week. And it was Capital Combat. You remember Capital Combat? Yeah, it's where I had a match with uh, Paul Eller in there, and also I was managing uh, Doom, and that was the night that they won the World Tag Team titles. That's true. Now, this, part of my question uh, really is that there was a lot of Teddy going on in that show. Was there too much Teddy for that show in your in your view? Well, I don't think so. I didn't really wasn't a lot for me. I mean, I just had that match with Paul Ellerin and came out with Doom, and that was it. I guess I'm saying that you know, in the format, it seemed like you were in almost every match because you were so prominent in that pay per view. 
Right. Well, you know, I guess I guess the only reason I was out there, I guess uh, I might have been doing some good. You must have been doing some ratings for him to have you out there that much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the Capital Combat, that was the return of RoboCop, which a lot of people kind of panned that entire pay-per-view because of RoboCop. Uh, what was the feeling backstage with that whole angle that came in? Were people kind of embarrassed by that? No, not at all, man. No. We in, in the wrestling business, you know, we understand that this is entertainment. Correct. So a lot of things that you see is done for entertainment purposes. So, you know, we didn't frown on or nothing. And then, like I say, that's not our call. You know, the boys have nothing to do with that. I mean, you know, you had some guys sometimes that had a distaste for stuff, but you didn't repeat that too much. You know, if you didn't like something, you just kept it to yourself because it's really none of your business. If that's what the man wants, then that's what he wants. Who was the booker back then? Do you remember? Uh, I think Vince was uh, probably, you know, calling, you know, doing everything, you know, well, okay and everything. There was no booker then. It was just, a, you know, we were doing a lot of the writers. Were, the writers were writing stuff, and Vince had to find that last approval. And this is, this is the NWA WCW, though, ro though right? Oh, okay, NWA WCW. Dusty Rose was the booker. Dusty no, Rose. no, 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 I remember good. Ole Anderson. Ole, okay. That, that makes more sense now. And that was the height of the... Uh, uh, the sting and the um, four horsemen thing that was going on during that time. So, yeah, it was pretty hot. That would make sense. So let me ask you, that night, aside from being busy, you managed Mean Mark Callis, uh, as you mentioned earlier, to a win over Johnny Ace, uh, who was one, <laughs> I got to tell you, one of the one of the uh, acts from back then or um whatever the just his gimmick just just didn't work for me that whole surfer thing it was him and was it shane douglas was the other one at one time right yes shane i was able to believe shane and what he was pulling off never cared for johnny i didn't realize that that's who that was on wwe years later that really caught me off guard and i, I had no idea it was the same guy yeah yeah same guy john laurinitis yep you also managed Doom to a win over the Steiners. Um, do you, I, you remember uh, when I first met you, I think I may have even told you this story. I had been already privy to a lot of what took place uh, behind the scenes, uh, thanks to my connections with radio over the years. And so I, you know, I, I kind of knew a lot of what was going on, but I was sitting ringside one night and it was around that time, probably in 1990. I think that may have been, was it 90 or 80 when that was taking place, Teddy? Probably 1980. 1980. I, I, you know, I remember being there and watching Doom come out. And when Doom came out ringside, I was in a, a town. I, it was Macon, Georgia, or it was Jacksonville, Florida, one of the two. Sitting ringside, and somebody right behind me is using the N-word over and over again at Butch Reed. I swear to you, Teddy... I don't know if he was acting or if he was playing his part, but I swear I thought he was going to tear that boy apart. I, I saw Ron reach in, and it looked like Ron was really having a hard time pulling him back away from the barricade where that guy was just because of the language. How much of that did you have to put up with? Well, I mean, you know, you you back in the day, you know, you hear that word every now and then. You know, you just move on, man. Uh, I can understand Butch, Butch's deal, you know what I mean? Butch is a guy, you know, you really don't want to make mad. You really don't want to try to use that word around him because, I mean, he 
he, he may not be like me, you know, may understand, you know, I don't care what you say about me, you know, that's the way I was, just don't put your hands on me. Yeah. But like I said, man, that was just, you know, I heard it back in the day and stuff. So basically what I'm trying to do now, you know, is get away from all that, you know, that's the past. I was able to survive that, you know, and able to make it, you know, and, and, and made a name for myself, thanks to God and Vince McMahon. So like I said, I, I, I'm just glad I got through all that, but it, it, it was pretty rough back there. Were there moments where uh, somebody lost their cool and actually got into the crowd that you can recall? No, no, I, I no, I don't, I don't, I don't recall anybody oh, going yeah. to the crowd. How about somebody coming? I've seen some guys almost go. I mean, almost, but you know, like I mean, security and whoever was there was trying to talk to them and let them know. You know, that's even though the the people are wrong for saying what they said. I, in fact, I went to jail one time in Richmond, Virginia. I was refereeing there. And some guy did the same thing to me, and I lost my cool, and I grabbed him. And the next thing I know, they they took uh, took a warrant out for me, and, and I had to go back up to Richmond, Virginia, had to get a lawyer and everything. Well, how did it end up at the end? They let you go? Well, they dismissed the, the – they said that I couldn't be in any trouble for the next three months or 90 days or something like that. If I didn't cause any problem within 90 days, they would dismiss it, so it got dismissed. Well, you probably were riding with Bobby Eaton at that point. So no. <laughs> I had to put you in a car where you could behave yourself. No. <laughs> well, I, I would behave myself. God just kept heckling me. You know what I mean? So, yep. you know, sometimes, you know, you get that, you get, that shit get old. The hair versus hair match. You and Paul Ellering on that pay-per-view Capital Combat uh, was in Washington, D.C. This was Now, was this before Paul was involved with the uh, Road Warriors as a manager? No, this was he was with the Road Warriors then. Well, okay. we had we had did a program, Butcher Run. We had also worked with the Road Warriors. That's how that match came about. But just to show you how how you know how it was designed, like I said, Ole Anderson was the booker at that time, and so this is a hair versus hair. I don't have no hair. Paul <laughs> Ellery don't have no hair. So <laughs> how does was, that? Well, that's what yeah, I was going to bring up. And a lot of people don't know, you know, that that was a night I almost quit. And Jody Hamilton, God rest his soul, he was there. And he told me, explained to me, you know, that, hey, this is what it is. Don't worry about it, Ole. You know, just go on and, you know, do, keep your job. But uh, Jody Hamilton really was the guy that, that talked to me and had me to stay there that night because I just, you know, I just, I just had enough, man. Was it that you didn't want to cut your hair or was it just everything had built up to that point? I didn't have no, I didn't have no hair to cut. The, the yeah. thing, that's what I'm trying to say. What is the deal? What, what are you trying to cut? I got nothing here, so they're just trying to cut whatever little hair I had. You know, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, because you, you had basically a horseshoe at that point, right? Well, I was, uh, had, I was bald on the top, and I had a little bit of hair, you know, around the sides, and you know, stuff. But I had already started losing my hair, you know, on the top. I was bald on the top of the head. So they, even when the uh, what did they call this? Now, I, I, let me say. Missy Hyatt, she was your special ring announcer for that match. But they had somebody, let me see if I can find his name. The world-renowned stylist, Jay Tapper, was the one yeah, that was going to cut your hair. Who the hell was Jay Tapper? Uh, I don't know, brother. He was just some guy. He was really a stylist. but oh, was he? he? Was just some, yeah, but he was just some guy they found, and they hired him to come in. And, you know, just he just came in and stole some money and left. <laughs> stole some money. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't do nothing. <laughs> they also, I noticed that uh, you had Bob Cottle uh, as part of the announce team uh, for that. And that, to me, Bob Cottle was always one of those announcers that stood out. He 
he he signified a certain generation of wrestling to me uh that i think even tony Schiavone, you know he kind of represented the old wcw uh crowd at one time he was the voice of wcw any memories with bob coddle that you can tell us uh well i just had a lot of fun with bob coddle you oh, know really? every time i had to do every time i had to do promos and stuff i'd love to talk to bob because i'd always be right on a rat on his case and bob <laughs> was such a good sport you know what i mean he knew how to you know he, he helped me you know get my stuff over a lot so uh, uh all praises to bob coddle one of the best him and uh lance russell yes. were two guys that uh i had a lot of fun with especially lance i hit him with one one time i told him that uh i had his wife had found out that he was cheating on her cheating on her and he boy he just and i came out of the blue with that and also i said it kind of shocked her because nobody writing that then you know yet. <laughs> and i just bust out with, with with lance and i'm like well did you tell your wife about your cheating how about that i know about that and i know the woman's name <laughs> so, we, so we just had a lot of fun man well you got to tell me more about this bit now where did it end up Oh, well, we were just a promo. I was out cutting on, on Lance and, and Bob was at the desk too right there. You know, both of them were there. So they did, but they, but after that, you know, they all started laughing about it. They yep. thought it was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Teddy, we got to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be 60 seconds and back with more Road Trip After Hours with Mac Davis and WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Edwina's Travel Service, serving this community since a week ago last Thursday. Remember our motto, if Edwina can't get you where you want to go, then go somewhere else.
Jack Davis and Teddy Long back with Road Trip After Hours 30-minute time limit, where right now it's time for listener mail and Ask Teddy. Letters, oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Reach right in and pull one out. Those letters, I love those letters. Teddy, are you ready for your first question? I'm ready, player. Gina from Tennessee asks, you mentioned recently that there were people wanting to see you fail. Can you give some examples? Uh, well, like I said, I'm going to try to put some of this, to put this stuff behind me. So the people that uh, wanted to see me fail, they didn't get a chance to see that because I didn't fail. So I'm going to leave it at that. Because, you know, I just this stuff is old and, you know, I don't just want to even keep talking about it, keep bringing it up. You know, let's live for the future and not the past. You know, I survived all the racism so far as I came up in the business. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm blessed. So, I, you know, ain't nothing for me to even really talk about. This is why this show is kind of loose the way it is. We enjoy having fun and a good time and rolling right on through. But we appreciate your, your uh, questions. We really do. And he'll answer them no matter what. Here we go. Uh, Wrestling Study Podcast on Twitter ask any funny boogeyman stories? Uh, <laughs> one funny boogeyman story. Let's see. I remember me and him, we was riding together. And so, you know, Boogie, you know, he, he likes to have a good cold beer right after the matches. And so we got to the hotel room. So I had, and I, that, that, that time I was drinking too. So I bought this uh, 12 pack. And so I had it on the, in the, got in the hotel room. So I put, it was already cold. So I put it on ice. And so I got ready to get me one. And so I said, Boogie, you, you, you want to get one of them beers? And he says to me, uh, well, uh, no, nah, I don't think I want one tonight. And while he's saying that, he's got the beer can in his hand. Flipping the flipping the thing, flipping the switch on it so he can drink it. He says, "No, I don't want them." But he's but he's got the beer can in his hand and he's popping the top on it and he's drinking it while he's saying he 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 don't want one. So. <laughs> oh, let's see. Christopher Cobb from Facebook wants to know your favorite WWE moment that you were a part of. Uh, I guess that would be the night that Vince made me general manager of SmackDown. Wow. You know, um, there's some moments in your career. I remember early days when you were in NWA, WCW, seeing you ref some really historic matches um, that I don't think most people, you know, everybody knows Teddy Long as the guy from SmackDown on WWE. But the truth is you had a great history and a great run to me as not only a ref and a and not quite a call it down the middle kind of ref at times, but <laughs> but you were well, multi-talented and, and also really you, your talent was already on display there. Well, you know, and uh, by being, the, by being the, the, the heel referee, that was the way that they, could, they uh, was going to use me and put me in a managing position. So I had to, you know, I was a good referee and then they used me to turn to be the bad referee. And then from the bad referee, I went into being the heel manager and I uh, started managing uh People like Johnny B. Bad. I had Ice Train, and then I finally ended up with uh, Butch Reed and Run, and then uh, we just skyrocketed. Where'd the name Doom come from? 
uh, Dusty, I believe, gave us that name because at the time they were they were going to call him Ebony something, the Ebony Express or something like that. I'm not sure, but I think Dusty gave us the name Doom. Cole Simvini, I hope I say this right, Cole. Cole Simvini writes, am I mistaken or did you start your GM duties on the Raw brand and being stunned by Steve Austin at the end of the night? Uh, that, well, I didn't start my duties there. That was a night I was just supposed to step in and be the general manager of Raw just for that particular night. But uh, yeah, that, 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 that did happen. I did take the sunner. So how many stunners have you taken? Just that one? Because I don't know if many only, that I've seen you take. Uh, only that one, I think. Yeah. You you took more abuse on uh, the, the SmackDown side of things, and, and Steve wasn't usually over there. So, Right. Well, the other thing about this, too, you know, Vince didn't want people doing a whole lot of things to me because that would kill my authority. You know what I mean? If I'm going to be the boss and in charge and people beat me up, then who, who, who's going to listen to me? Blunt Happy. I like the name Blunt Happy in Oklahoma. Well, of course you're in Oklahoma. As yeah, that's legal there. <laughs> that's right. Has Teddy ever enjoyed a smoke with Snoop Dogg? Uh, yes, I have. Really? You, so uh, you well, I've got a picture of that. I have to send it to you, Mac. I got a feeling called the blues. Oh, Transmore baby said goodbye. Lord, I don't know how to lose. All I do is sit inside. Oh, yeah, I went where the pay per view. I can't remember the name of the pay per view, but we was in Orlando, Florida, and Snoop was part of the pay per view. Also, that was the time I got a chance to meet Kim Kardashian. You know, she was there, and I think at that time she was dating uh, Reggie Wilson, uh, the guy that played for the uh, New Orleans Saints. Reggie, she's, she's dated about a hundred guys. I couldn't tell you any of them. Yeah, Reggie, <laughs> Reggie Smith. I think uh, Reggie something. I can't think of his last name. But anyway, uh. Snoop, we we smoked there, and uh, at the time, you know, they were you know they were putting out fines. You know, if you failed the drug the drug test for weed, you had a thousand dollar fine. So I I said to myself, I said, well, I tell you what, Teddy Long, you can smoke this joint with Snoop. How many people get a chance to smoke with Snoop D O Double G? And if I get busted, I'll just pay the thousand dollar fine. That's all I said. <laughs> and 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 I smoke and. Snoop was so clever with it till he had his uncle outside. They had this trailer and they had his uncle outside barbecuing, but that was to kind of just, you know, take away the, the smell. Yep. But yeah, I did have a, me and Snoop had a good, and that, that's the, that was the first time. And I, then I had a chance to smoke with him again in Chicago. Wow. Now, is it, how many uh, celebrities have you come across where you've had one on one interactions? Uh, I guess Snoop, golly, a lot of, well, let me, ask you, let me ask you this way. Of all the celebrities that you've met over your time, who was the, the one that you were most impressed by that you really enjoyed hanging out with? Well, Snoop. Snoop. How, yes. about, the, how about your worst? Uh, the, one that was, the one that was the hardest person to get along with. I think that was Dennis Rodman. He was kind of, uh, you know, in his own world. You know, yeah. so we he came to one of the pay-per-views. I spoke to him and the way he gave me the, the way he spoke back that let me know you know he didn't, didn't want to be bothered with me so i didn't he didn't have to worry i never said not another word to him well you don't need to you're better to hang out with snoop and be happy yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> teddy we're out of time it was that quick boom we're done next week we have more special things coming up and uh I, I, and even a surprise i think that you may uh see come up soon so as soon as that happens we will let you know but in the meantime well
Let me say this, Mac, before we get out of here. Sure. Don't forget uh, November the 28th, I'm going to be up at Russell Cade, and I'm going to be right. giving away, uh, uh, after hours, I'm going to give uh, cards away to the fans that come up so they can know how to, you know, get on our podcast if they want to ask questions and stuff. So I'll be giving you some after hours uh, swag and stuff up there in South Carolina at, at Russell Cade. For those wondering where we are on YouTube, uh, we just changed uh, the handle today, so you should be able to go to YouTube.com slash at road trip after hours and it should pop right up and you'll catch all of our stuff sitting right there but that may change soon fingers crossed i'm mac davis he's teddy long wwe hall of famer and this is road trip after hours 30 minute time limit holla holla player holla player